episode 37. Is it is it 37? I believe it is. Yeah. Alright, it's 37. Episode 37. I'm forced hall. I'm here with That's one that I And this is real church matters. When we talk about real church matters, because guess what, church? Real, real church, church matters. matters. Uh let's get to the housekeeping. Um realchurchmatters.com houses all of the the fun stuff. If you uh, don't use iTunes or SoundCloud, you can start there. But if you use iTunes or you know people that use iTunes, tell them that they could just go on the podcast app. They can search Real Church Matters, subscribe, like us, write a review, share it with your friends and family. SoundCloud, same thing. Like us, share us, repost us. Do all of that. Just spread the word. That's all I'm saying. Just spread the word. What else we got? Um, if you would like to support our podcast, you can go to uh, realchurchmatters.com and there'll be a link called Support RCM. And you can and that'll link you to our Patreon page where you guys can donate as low as a dollar per month. And there you will get access to our um, extended cut called A Little More Matters. Yeah, um, it's been a second since we did one. I think we're going we're gonna to definitely knock one out today to go along with this episode about understanding. Also, go do likewise. Um, you can go to <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you can go to go do likewise, um, and you can check out any of my old articles, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter as well. And she said last episode that she got something cooking. I did. All right. You holding me accountable? Yep. <laughs> so we thank each and every person for spending time with us. I would like to say just a thank you. Um, when I think about. 37 weeks mm-hmm. man that's almost a whole year of talking mm-hmm. that's 37 hours of talking and hopefully that's the most important 37 hours of talking I've ever done hopefully that 37 hours of talking means something I know it means more than many other hours of my life of talking exactly So when I look at it that way, at least I know, at the very least, of all the hours of my 36 years on Earth, I at least know 37 of those hours meant something. So I think that's pretty dope. Hopefully you do too. And it's not so much about y'all. Because like we said, it's obedience over audience. But since we have an audience... Let's get to it. Let's get to it. We're episode 37 and we're talking about understanding today. And understanding is interesting. Understanding is interesting because as me and Antoinette were talking, understanding is literally the key that unlocks everything about this thing we call Christianity. Mm-hmm. That whole walk that we have, it means nothing if you don't understand what's happening. Yeah. And I kind of put it at to Antoinette. I said, it's like a kid who walks up to his parent and says, where do babies come from? Not realizing they possess the very tools in which babies come from. Mm-hmm. To them, it's something so beyond them. To them, it's something so not attached to them. It's so foreign to them. Not in idea, but only in understanding. Mm-hmm. So for you to tell them, well, babies come from a stork, it's logical to them. 
because they can't see how babies can come from them. Nothing, yeah. They don't see, they don't understand that yet. Mm-hmm. If you told a child, like, well, babies come from you. Mm-hmm. You can make a baby. It will blow their mind. They, w- they wouldn't be prepared for that information mm-hmm. because that's what understanding is. And even during that puberty stage, it's weird for kids when you realize <laughs> this thing that's always been with you, yeah. it has a power, it has mm-hmm. a use. Other than going to the bathroom, all yeah. of a sudden you're like, oh, what in the world? And it's cool when we were talking about it because it's like once you understand something, it's like you can't go back. It's like once you have an awareness about yeah. it, it's like it changes the way you see things. That's why when you look up understanding the Bible, it's literally over 500 scriptures that relate to it. That's how much understanding connects to all of this. Mm-hmm. Because there's tons of people who go to church but don't understand the power of it. Mm. So they still say stuff like, where do blessings come from? <laughs> they still say stuff like, you know, I need God to help me. When he said, greater is he that's in me than he, he that's that in, in the world. world. They still say stuff like, I don't have anybody. Or I'm lonely. Or I don't know how to find love. And all of these things they possess truly right under their nose, but yeah. because they lack understanding, we miss it. Yeah, or even when you think of people who can go off on scriptures and just, you know, they can recite them from top to bottom and still not figure out how that really applies to their life or how it can really change their life. Excellent point. That brings us to this concept of comprehension. Mm-hmm. So when we think about it like that, like people can read scripture and not understand it, we can talk about reading comprehension. Mm -hmm. Think about a little kid who can read these words, but when you ask them what the story was about, they can't tell you. Mm -hmm. How can you read something but not understand it? We can, though. Can you say it's reading if you don't understand it? See, some people would look at their child and say, ooh, she can read the big words, but ask her what (laughs) What that that means. What that means, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, there's tons of people, like you said, who can quote tons of scripture. Yeah, or even people that go to uh, monastery school and stuff like that. Like, they they know all the theological versions, everything about the Bible, yeah. but it doesn't really connect it was, with their it's lives. It's so cool that you said monastery school because, mm-hmm. that you know, it's that. But in the seminary school, oh, the, seminary but, but school. monastery <laughs> is the same because that's where the priests go. Oh, okay. So it was funny yeah. that you said that. But they can go to monastery school. They can go to seminary school. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, my question is, is did you do you understand what you just read? Do you understand what you just did? Mm-hmm. A lot of us are reading doing, and yeah. doing things with little understanding. People, just like a kid can say marriage— and not understand what it is, an adult can get married and not not understand what it is. You have living comprehension problems. Kid can have reading comprehension problems, but people have living comprehension problems. Mm. That's what God comes to give us. He comes to not just give you life, but give it to you abundantly. What does that mean? He comes to give you life and give you understanding of life. Mm. That means that you now are living something that is greater. You possess the true power of it because you understand it. Now you're married, but you have a marriage that is powerful because you understand what marriage is about. Don't say you understood what it was about when you said, I do, because you didn't know what you know now. But if you read the word, you would have been prepared 
for things that you had to learn the hard way mm-hmm. because you thought you understood it because you can do it. Mm. But you didn't comprehend what you were doing. Yeah. You didn't know what you were really saying I do to. A lot of times when people look at the person they say I do, they are talking about what they know that they can do. Oh, I do marry this person. But you don't know what that means. I do pray for this person. I do travail with this person. Mm-hmm. I do cry with this yeah. person. I do fight for this person. Good and bad. I, good oh, and everything bad. that the vows say. I do submit to this person. Mm-hmm. I do care about this person. Even when this person don't make me feel like they care about me. Yeah. There's so many things that you said you do to that you didn't even know because you, while you can say do, you didn't understand do. Yeah. That's where we at with it today. Mm-hmm. It's how are we going to help people have living comprehension. Mm-hmm. The same way we tutor kids on Saturday. And th- these kids can read these words because they are surrounded by adults who talk all these big words and they pick them up. Mm-hmm. The same way we were, we're surrounded by church. Church is everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. People are so easily able to pick this up. There's a rapper. I'm not saying no names because I don't want people to focus on stuff. But there's a rapper. He incorporates Christianity in everything he does. Because he, it's easy to pick it up. Yeah. He even tells you. Like, he picked it up it's from his It's a grandma. universal type it's of thing. It's a universal yeah. language at this point. Mm-hmm. You hang around it long enough, it's easy to pick it up. But just because you can say it, quote it, sample it, <laughs> doesn't mean you understand it. Mm. And that's where we're missing the point. Yeah, it makes me think about, like, in school when I was learning, like, foreign languages and stuff like that. It's like, you know enough to, when you hear it, you know what it is, but you don't know it enough to... To, to articulate, to yeah. fully have a conversation. Mm-hmm. You all happy because you know what me amo mean. <laughs> oh, but I if don't you, know what that means. My name is. Uh, <laughs> I took French. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Como tali vu? No, it's je m'appelle. No, Como tali vu is something that's French, though, is it? Yeah. All right, this ain't French. <laughs> this, this is Jesus stuff, man. So, Comment no, to both f- is what your name what? is. <laughs> <laughs> you saying some foolishness. I don't even know that. <laughs> For the French people listening, we apologize. We, apologize. <laughs> we ain't here to butcher your stuff. But you gave us French fries. We, the least we could do is not mess up your language. I, we gave us French fries, French toast. What else they give us? Oh, they gave us toaster strudels, too. That's a French pastry. I don't know about that. <laughs> Colossians 1 and 9 says, For this reason, since the day we heard about you, We have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Mm -hmm. Paul is letting us know. He said, ever since we heard about y'all, we haven't stopped praying for y'all to get money. Who is he talking to? He's talking to the people of Colossia. Okay, why you say it like I should know? Because <laughs> oh, it's say Colossians. I guess, but I don't. Yes, yeah, the people of Colossia. It was a church in Colossia. And, and he's telling them. He's and like, for the listeners who don't know. No, you're cool. <laughs> right, calm down. But he's saying, ever since we heard about you guys and what you're going through, we haven't stopped praying for what you truly need. You don't need money. Well, you do, but you don't need it yet. You don't need help. Well, I mean, well, you do, but you don't need it yet. All of those things mean nothing if you don't have spiritual wisdom and understanding. Mm. I'm not here to tell you that you don't need money. I'm here to tell you money without spiritual wisdom and understanding is nothing but like the air you're breathing. 
Inhale, exhale. I'm here to tell you, yeah, it would be nice for you to be married. And I pray you get married. But what's marriage without spiritual wisdom and, and understanding? understanding. Yep. You know what it is? It's inhale, it's exhale. What turns are, are the, the meaningless of life? What turns the vapor of life into something more important? It's spiritual wisdom and understanding. Mm-hmm. We can look, we can get all christian and we can look at people and say, you know what, none of this stuff matters. But God is like, well, I beg to differ. It starts to matter again when you look at it through spiritual wisdom and understanding. Mm-hmm. You see, sometimes as us as Christians, we separate ourselves from the world. We get saved, and then all of a sudden we like, you know what? Jobs don't matter. You know, sex don't matter. Family don't matter. Nothing matters but the Lord. <laughs> and let me stop you because it, that stuff didn't matter. It doesn't matter in the concept of you anymore, but it does matter in the concept of God. Yeah. It's like God needs those resources for you to fuel he, his it, This is how he's purpose. going to have you engage the world. Mm-hmm. He, he may be trying to use your marriage. He may be trying to use your money. He may be trying to use your children to further his purpose and his will. What if your child was supposed to be the pastor of a church that helps the world? But because you didn't see your purpose in raising them right, you already missed out. Yeah, That's where spiritual wisdom and understanding comes in. Mm-hmm. Some of us are a part of the blueprint. Some of us are part of the building. But we need to know our part. Mm-hmm. And that's where spiritual wisdom and understanding comes in. Because he said, we should all be like this. Like Paul, we should not stop praying for people to have spiritual wisdom and understanding. All the people that I, I'm dealing with and I, I see what they're going through. I had to change my prayers because mm-hmm. I really was praying like, Lord, help her out. Like, Lord, Lord, she don't, she she just out here doing this. Lord, get her to stop drinking. Get her to stop smoking. Lord, Lord, help him. Get him to stop chasing this and chasing that guy. Like, you need to pray nonstop. You need to fast yeah. for people to have spiritual wisdom and understanding. Yeah, because like you said, if they stop doing those things, that still doesn't lead them to God. Like, that just... Ends it, but just, it doesn't this is how, redirect it. Exactly. This is how Christians go from reverse to neutral and think they're doing something. Yeah. You're so proud. You're like, I, I ain't going back no more, but are you going forward? Yeah. I would love to know. Yeah. Forward is where God is looking for you to be. <laughs> you happy because you ain't in reverse no more. He like, buddy, buddy, it's a hill, and I need you to make it up that hill. Yeah. You can't make it up that hill coasting. I need you to put your foot on that pedal. I need you to go. And that's where I found myself a lot. Like, I, I stopped doing a lot of things. We stopped entertaining certain things in our lives. and died to self and all that stuff. It's like, okay, what's next? Like, what do I, where do I go now? Yeah. And I found myself there a lot, too. But, yeah. But part of it is, is the things that we are, quote, unquote, dying to is not really what we should be dying to. Literally, the thing we should be dying to is our understanding mm. of those things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We say die to self, and all of a sudden we stop talking to guys right. or girls. But we say die to self, and then we stop going out and, and engaging with people. This is what I need you to do <laughs> die to your understanding. Yes. So that you could take on God's understanding, and then it can expand you, not contract you. Mm. 
we become those Christians that's just contracted. Yeah, but it's the harder road, though, because you have to go through that understanding, like you said, and you have to change your approach and and everything you do. It's a whole—it's like you're a a baby. Like, you have to re-understand everything. Re-understand. So— Proverbs 3 and 5, we talk about this scripture all the time. I will say it till the cows come home. Even when I was studying for this, I was like, well, I don't have to put that one because we know. No, even if we know, we need to re-know, <laughs> renew, right? Proverbs 3 and 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. When you say die to self, you're dying to your understanding of yourself of the world, and of God. Mm -hmm. That's dying to yourself. Anything else is... Anything else is play. It's it's play church. Mm -hmm. You know, um, know, now that I'm a Christian, uh, I'm 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 not talking to anybody. You know, I I deactivated my Facebook. (laughs) I uh, downloaded my uh, Instagram. I'm I'm pulled the plug on social media. (laughs) I'm off the grid. I'm off the grid. You know what? You are off a lot of things, <laughs> as well as your rocker. What you need to do is not follow these things as if they are what was the problem. Mm. They weren't the problem. Yeah. Social media ain't your problem. Mm-hmm. It's what you do. <laughs> here's the thing. You cannot die and go to heaven and blame your life on Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> you can't. You can't die and go to heaven and blame your life on Jack Dorsey. That's the person who created Twitter, guys. You can't die and go to heaven. And Vine, rest in peace. And Vine, rest in peace (laughs) to Vine. You can't die and go to heaven and blame your life on a retweet, a like, a post, a share, a follow. It was your understanding. But why do you feel like it's taught like that? Like, you need to get rid of that. You need to, like, I feel like it's taught that way. Because people think that you, just because... You are doing something that you'll understand. Hmm. Under, they, they think that if, if you are doing by not doing is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. People think that they're doing Christianity by what they're not doing. Mm-hmm. So they tell you, stop doing this, stop doing that, stop doing this. But they never help you understand why you should stop. Mm-hmm. See, when we give help people get spiritual wisdom and understanding, you don't have to tell them to stop <laughs> anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, Because I think of even when in the scripture he says, cleanse, cleanse your hands. He didn't say cut your hands off. He said cleanse them off. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say <laughs> Yes. Come on. <laughs> Just preach this thing. Hey, preach this Ow. thing. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. You, you cut your hand yeah. off. Y'all, as they say in the, the old saying, you cut your nose to spite your face. Mm. You throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> this is the things that we do as Christians where we think that just because we can get people to do, that, that means that they understand what they did. Mm. But the power is knowing what you did. Otherwise, your do means nothing. Mm. That's what people are at. Mm-hmm. They, it, they're they're doing. It's no different than they like teach my child to read, and it's children who are stuttering through words who understand the story. They yep. are reading, sweetie. <laughs> they may stumble through it, but mm-hmm. they're reading because they read it and understand it. That's right. Then there's people who can fly right through because they got good memories. Mm-hmm. See what we do is we teach people patterns. Mm, yeah. 
and they got good memories. <laughs> And they pick it up. Yeah. That's all like a lot of the scriptures, like they don't even quote the whole thing, but it just be like parts of it enough where people can say it. And we just suss from the scripture formulas and patterns. Mm -hmm. We take the power out the scripture. Mm -hmm. We suss formula and patterns and we tell people, oh, it's this simple. Stop drinking, stop smoking, stop this, stop that. Do stop, do stop, 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 stop. And next thing you know, you're going to be good. And then we see them walk in church every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday. And we say, she's on fire for the Lord. But God is like, the fire is not in the do. The fire is in the know. Mm -hmm. It is what you know that mm. it excites you. Yeah. It's what you know about God. It's what you know about alcohol through God's eyes yes. that causes you to run away from it. It's what you know about sex before marriage through God's eyes mm -hmm. that causes you to run the other way. Yeah. And it makes it less like thin. I feel like we, we thin it out when it's just like, yeah, we don't do this because, you know, it's just not right. You know, it takes all that out we because you understand. God said, yeah. God said, yeah. but God also said, understand. Yeah. Look through the Old Testament, too. And Jesus said it. He said, you know, in a situation, we used the situation before, where he said, go get these people some bread to eat. And they said, Jesus, we don't have no money for bread. And, you know, there's a lot of people here. He said, "Do he, this is what he said. He said, do you not know? Do you yet not understand? Mm -hmm. Do you have a hard heart? <laughs> Do you not remember mm -hmm. the three times before that I gave you nothing, something for, for nothing? nothing. Mm -hmm. He said, just get baskets, guys. We show, I showed you this before, but they didn't understand. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when we don't understand. We become like the woman at the well who Jesus said, if you knew who I was, you know what you had access to. Mm -hmm. He said it would change what you asked, and it would change your perspective of who you was talking to. A lot of y'all are praying, but your prayers fall on deaf ears because you don't know who you're talking to. Mm. You don't understand who you're talking to. I know you're saying, I'm talking to God, but that God that you're talking to because you have no understanding, he's no different than the guy when you was a little kid and you said, now I lay me down to sleep. That's true. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. We don't see him how we did even in the last podcast when we were talking about how with Jesus, when they went through the crowd and they got on the roof and we don't have that same energy towards belief. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. extent of belief they had to have to to do that to get to Jesus we don't have that same faith because there isn't a pursuit to understand mm -hmm. just to do mm -hmm. I want to know to do not know to understand those are different guys it's different mm -hmm. when you seek to understand God you begin to understand life and when you understand life now you have life more abundantly that's right your abundant marriage comes in you understanding marriage. Right now, you are using marriage to understand yourself. Mm. Poison. Wow. Another scripture that goes along, Proverbs 18 and 2 says, A fool does not delight in understanding. You don't want to understand. <laughs> but that's what I was talking about. It's the harder route. It, it really is. The fool it's easier to, to just... It's easy to... Per perception works. If a kid can rattle off words out of a book, and articulate these big words, we will immediately assume that's a smart kid. Mm -hmm. But many of those kids are working from memory and pattern. Mm -hmm. 
what they've seen before and what they've heard before. Yeah. And they fool all of us, but the joke's on them because they'll fail tests. Yeah. They'll fail uh, to be able to do things. Or when they go out into the real world, it'll prove, yeah. It will show them. They'll be exposed. And a lot of us are like that. We don't want to understand. We just want to get the answer. Mm -hmm. That's not what God wants. He said, you need to understand. A fool just wants the answer. (laughs) He said, a wise person knows to show the work. That's right, you know what I'm saying? A fool's just going to lean over to your desk and say, what's the answer to number two? That's a fool. He don't want to understand how you got the answer to number two. He just wants the answer. Most of the people that are praying are not praying for understanding of their situation. They're praying for a way out of their situation. Mm-hmm. Most single people are not praying for understanding of why God still has them single. They're praying for a way out of being single. Mm-hmm. You're playing this game wrong. You're living this life wrong. That's why you feel that life isn't complete until you get the next thing. Mm-hmm. Only for you to realize the next thing ain't going to be popping either. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. Why? Because if you didn't have understanding of who you were then, you won't have understanding of who you are then. <laughs> It will only get harder. Only gets harder. He said, a fool does not delight in understanding, but only in revealing his own mind. Wow. Mm. A fool loves to let the world know what he thinks. Mm -hmm. A fool loves to reveal his mind to the world. (laughs) A fool loves to operate in a way that exposes who he is, not who God is. Ask yourselves, when you live in life, who are you exposing the world to? Ask yourselves, when you're speaking, who are you revealing to people? Are you revealing people's, are you revealing God to people? Or are you revealing your own understanding? Mm. He said, lean not to your own understanding. In other words, reveal no more your understanding. When we look at your marriage, we see what you understand. <laughs> your marriage should show what you understand about God. God. That's right. When we see your finances, we see what you understand. We should see God. Yeah, or your conversations. Conversation. We can put this through everything. That's why I said this is about life comprehension. Mm-hmm. Life comprehension means do you understand what the person was saying or are you coming up with your own understanding? Mm-hmm. The hardest part to deal with with kids during this reading comprehension phase is that they'll read the story and then you ask them questions relating to the story. Most of them won't give you no answer. Most of them give you their answer, answer, Mm -hmm. how they understood it. You'll say, was Bobby in the cold or was Bobby in the hot? (laughs) And they say, Well, I think that's not what I ask you. This is not about what you think. This is not that type of game. This is asking you to tell me what the reader, what the writer intended, Mm -hmm. not what the reader intended, but what the writer intended. Mm. Let's cook. Let's cook for a second, (laughs) shall we? So what we're saying is, is that it says that God is the author and finisher Mm -hmm. of our faith. So if he's the author and finisher, you don't get to understand and interpret his writing Mm. your way. Mm -hmm. You need to 
understand and comprehend what he was meaning when he did what he did. Mm-hmm. What am I saying? Your job as a Christian is to find God's intention in your life, not your intention. That's all right. Stop for a second. Let's look back. Let's figure out. Yeah. How many times did you go through a situation trying to get your intention out? <laughs> and how many times did you stop and say, what is God's intention in, in this, this situation? That's all right. We talking that talk today, boy. <laughs> So your boy Phil, it just came from the doctors. They don't know what they put in that flu shot. I don't know what they put in that flu shot, but it, I'm feeling real. I'm feeling real godlike today. I'm feeling real in his image I'm today. I'm with it. This is a, this is a problem that we have. Let's go a little further. Proverbs fourteen and thirty three says, "Wisdom rests in the heart of him that hath understanding." See, oh, everybody want to have wisdom. But they think the wisdom is in knowing the answer. Mm-mm. Showing us how you, how you did it. It's showing the work. Yeah. Can you show me how you did it? Mm. That's the smart kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was a semi-smart kid. You want to know why? Because I could pick up little tricks and little hacks. formulas, little <laughs> hacks to get the answer. And then my teacher would say, oh, Mr. Hall, you really got the answer there. So uh, where's all your work? And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> You know, I only know a few steps here, you know. <laughs> I'll try to work it out. But she said, well, if you only know a few steps, you'll always get the answer wrong. Yeah. Because if you get step one wrong, step two is going to be wrong. Step three will be it's wrong. It's a chain reaction. Step four. Yeah. And there you have it. Yeah. And you get frustrated with that and you say, you know what? I found another way and here's the answer. And she's like, no. Mm. Because while you may use that way for this problem. Jesus. That's what we do with our faith, though. That's exactly what we do. We try try what worked the last time. Try these little, okay, go to church. Uh, okay, pray one more time. Uh, That's my fear and, yeah. when, they, when you hear these pastors say, if you want to know if he's a man or guy, don't give him none. Don't work, bro. If you want to know that work if for he's you, a man or guy, <laughs> don't talk to him past 12 midnight. You, laying, Men are patient, bro. You're laying all of these <laughs> things out. And it's not even about the man anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When we are doing these things, we're making it about the man. Yeah. But when we have understanding, we ain't doing nothing without knowing God's intention. intention. That's right. See, you playing with things to get your intention. Mm-hmm. How can I have this man without disappointing God? It's still your intention, sweetie. <laughs> you try to figure out how you can have the cookie without getting in trouble for having the cookie. That's the problem. That's the problem. The better way is to understand why mama said no cookie. Mm. If you understood why mama said no cookie, if a kid could really understand why eating your dessert before your dinner is bad, if a kid understood why they can't eat cookies nonstop, Mm -hmm. if they understood truly the repercussions for it, they would never ask mm. for the cookie. Mm-hmm. But because they can't understand it, they're always asking mama for what? A the cookie. cookie yeah. Sunned up to sundown. At any point in the day, you might hear the kids say, Mom, can I have a cookie now? What is that? That's our lovely little single people. <laughs> always asking God for the cookie. Never understanding why he say no. Never understanding the scripture where he says he withholds no good thing from those he loves. So if you don't have something, you might not be good for it right now. Yeah. 
it might not be the best thing for you right now. See, because when he say good, he really saying, oh, God, (laughs) he really saying, oh, this is what God wants. That's what we're saying. We're, We're saying, I don't care what I have. I care to understand why I don't have it. Yeah. Or even with your uh, example with the kid with the cookie, if the kid understood what the cookie, you know, like you said, the repercussions of eating it, it would be able to make those decisions without the parent even being there. Like it would have more of an understanding and be able to explain to more yeah, kids. Like, that answers the question of if God want us to not sin, why he creates sin? Mm-hmm. If he wanted me to not have sex, why he create me with all the plumbing to do it and the desire to do it built in? Mm-hmm. Oh, because he expects you to use the tools he gave you with understanding. Yes, because the thing about understanding is it resonates. Like it, it makes it so that even when you see it, you still see it with that understanding that you have, and it the, don't. This the oxymoronic way that the world thinks. They think that they can sell you alcohol, and on the side of it say "drink responsibly." Mm, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. They think that they can sell you sex, and then tell you, "Wrap it up." <laughs> They think they can think sell Harvey you sex. Things won't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they think they can sell you sex and tell you be safe. You're asking people to operate in discretion without understanding. Yeah, you're asking people to move in a realm without truly understanding what that realm entails. Mm-hmm. This is what happens, and we we everybody wants to know why. Why can't I? Why can't I? Here's here's your answer. Get understanding. Don't ask me. Ask God. Do whatever God gives you the intention to do. That's right. If God tell you to go grab three women right now, go do it. (laughs) I respect people's convictions. (laughs) If you could do that and say he told you and sleep well at night. God bless you. God bless you, But one thing you're not going to do is think you can operate without understanding and please God. You can't. You can't. He says, wisdom rests in the heart of them that hath understanding, but that which is innermost in fools is made known. See, because you lack understanding, everything that you do reveals what you understand. Mm -hmm. It reveals that you don't have understanding. When you see people been married and they say, she changed, or he changed, or I'm not happy no more, that's because... You didn't understand marriage. Yeah. When you see people come to church and they say, I don't think church is supposed to be all this. Or why is church so hypocritical? It's, see, you joined something you didn't understand. <laughs> you didn't understand. You didn't understand. It. So, of you, course, you're going to come up to your own understanding. understanding. Yeah. Imagine if Paul was writing these letters. He's like, if I got to write letters to the people supposed to be saved, I mean, I'm wasting my time here. No. He wouldn't have been operating in spiritual wisdom. He understood what church is for. He understood what these letters were for. We do things in our own understanding, and it doesn't reveal God to people. Mm-hmm. See, he said, let your light show shine. A light is revealing. Yes. Your understanding is your light. Mm-hmm. If you walk in understanding, your understanding reveals God to people. Mm-hmm. He says, when they see what you reveal, they will glorify your God, which is in heaven. Mm. It's not the fact that you ain't sleeping around, Antoinette. 
But it's the fact that you understand why not to, there will be the light. Yes. Come on, there's tons of virgins out here. Tons, yeah. Come on now. There's tons of people who ain't texting all night. That ain't that ain't the thing it's some people special, doing. Yeah. It's nothing special. We tell about ourselves it. that though. We it's think the we why. Yeah. Can you give me the why? Mm-hmm. Can you share with girls the why? That's right. Church people, I want to know your why. Don't tell me because you love the Lord. <laughs> Sounds cute, but the understanding that is desired can help people. Yes. If you do more than just tell me you do it because you love Jesus. <laughs> And you know the confidence you have when you understand something? Like, it's amazing. Like, somebody asks you direction somewhere, you know it, like the back of your hand, you be going in, like. You go in. <laughs> you be telling them the stops, Man, the, how when, many lights, everything. When you understand what you're reading and reading comprehension, you talk about that as if you experienced it. Mm. Yeah. The kid was sitting there reading, and she said, it's weird because Johnny— he took the candy, and I don't understand why he took the candy. He didn't have to take it all. He had to. My goodness, you, you really, really into this. were in that. Mm. You really were in that story. Wow! Think about it. The Bible tells us that we're supposed to be in Ooh. the Word. You can't be in it if you don't understand it. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand it, it's just because you're standing on it, and that's disrespectful to the Word. Mm. You can't stand on something. That you don't understand. Or even in the world, but not of it. It's you like we got to. You don't know what you're standing on. Yeah. Do you know what you're standing on? <laughs> Come on now. I was watching a show and the, the, the people were standing on this ground and they said, do you know this ground is, is the home of a thousand slaves? And the kids looked down and they tried to act like this mattered to them because <laughs> they felt weird. Like, Wow. A thousand slaves, yeah, this was a place where they were massacred and they died. And the kid's like, wow. And one girl, she started crying. She just let a tear go. And I'm like, that's sweet. But they don't understand. But do you know how to make them understand? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's the thing of the church. Come on now. We 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 sometimes we are at a church and sometimes we we one time we we heard these girls walking past and the girl said remember when you cuss when you walk past here and she was like yeah I don't cuss like that no more when I come past here they have respect for the, what they understand mm-hmm. but if they only knew God doesn't dwell in the church He dwells in their hearts <laughs> yeah then if she understood that she wouldn't just not cuss around the church. She would not cuss mm. at all. It's just and the things that come from understanding are just so much bigger than just things that you just do just because. It is. It is. The one of the scriptures that really brought me to this point is Matthew chapter 13, verse 19. It says, when anyone hears the message, this is Jesus talking. When anyone hears the message of the kingdom, but does not understand it. All right, I'm going to set this picture for y'all. He says, if you hear the message, if you hear this podcast, if you hear the pastor, if you hear your mom at the table, your grandmom at the table with the Bible open, if you hear the message of the kingdom, but do not understand it, we know you heard it. Mm-hmm. We know you could probably even repeat what grandma said. But he says, if you don't understand it, 
He says, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in the heart. Mm. He said, this is the seed sown along the path. Or as in Mark, it says, this is the seed that was sown on the wayside. Mm. No more wayside Christians. We got too many wayside Christians. We know you Christian, but you by the wayside. (laughs) You by the wayside. Why? Because God is sowing the word into your heart but you're not pursuing to understand it. You're not grasping it. Mm. You see, what happens if the seed gets into the ground, the reason it grows, the thing that fascinated me about seeds is that the dirt is not dead. You know, we, we tend to look at dirt as a dead thing. And when I was a kid, I saw them put a seed in the dirt. And then I immediately saw the dirt and the seed interacting with each other. I saw the seed respond to the dirt by pulling out roots. Mm -hmm. And it began to grasp the dirt. And the dirt was feeding it in this animation that they did. The dirt was feeding it. Mm -hmm. And the seed started to sprout. Mm -hmm. And I realized, this ain't just dirt here. (laughs) These are living things that are happening. Yeah. It made me think differently about the dirt Mm -hmm. and the seed. Mm. We are that seed. If we don't let the word grasp, if we don't connect with it, if we don't understand it, there's no roots. Mm. It can easily be snatched up. Yeah, or even like the dirt when you think of it as the world, how you were saying, like, we can't cut those things off just because they seem dead or whatever, like you still have to use those things to to help you grow. You have to grasp them. Yeah. Truly grasp them. They don't control you no more. Who control you? Yeah. Grasp money. Don't have money. Don't hold money. Mm -hmm. But do you grasp it? Yeah. With a godly understanding. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. You know, don't run from being single. Grasp it. Yes. Understand it. Don't run from poverty. Mm. Grasp it. Understand it. Don't run from being rich yeah. or success. Grasp it. Or pe- past hurts and pains, all of that. Hurt, pain. God is not looking for us to be martyrs, folks. <laughs> he didn't ask you to be poor. He didn't ask you to, to be punished. He didn't ask you to go through unnecessary pain. If you are in pain, but you haven't grasped it to understand mm. it, you're not doing it for righteousness sake. Mm. You need to grasp it. He says, when you grasp something, you connect to it, you're able to suss the goodness Mm. out of it. Yes. That's why I could say, you know, God is so good to me because I see the goodness in in everything everything because I've grasped it. I understand it, not through my eyes, but through his. Amen. And, And with that understanding, it's like, it's not even like you understanding it. Um, in a way where you still attach your your um, wants. wants and outcomes of it. Because even when you think of like Paul writing those letters, he didn't write those thinking, okay, this is going to change them. Like he just did it understanding that this is what God wants me to do and I'm going to be obedient. Is he, he saw the understanding beyond his understanding. Yes. And, and that's the power of this. When you grasp what you're supposed to do, who you're supposed to be, is it becomes powerful for you to be it. He says, enough of us being that thing that's just lying around. If you go further up in that chapter, Matthew 13, verse 3, he said, and he told them many things in parables. 
saying, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was sowing, some seeds fell along the path and the birds came and devoured it. See, we're letting life, we're letting Satan, we're letting the evils of this world devour the thing that's been placed in us because we refuse to understand it. We refuse to pursue an understanding of it. Hmm. Psalms 119, 34 says, Give me understanding and I shall keep thy law. What? I got to understand it to keep it? (laughs) Ain't no other way. (laughs) Y'all can try to keep this law without understanding it and you'll find yourself in a miserable existence. You need to understand it Mm -hmm. in order for you to keep it. You cannot keep what you do not grasp. You you make sure. We gotta write that down. We gotta write these things down, man. (laughs) You gotta keep, you cannot keep what you do not grasp. He said, I shall keep thy law. I shall observe it with my whole heart. Mm -hmm. See, see, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. You can observe the law, but until you understand it, you don't observe it with your whole heart. Yeah. So, folks, y'all giving offering, but you don't even understand offering. So you ain't really giving with your whole heart. You go to church, but you don't understand church. You don't understand what are you there for. Some of y'all just come and you sit, and then you talk about what you saw and what you heard and the people around it after you leave. But you don't really understand what church is for. Some of you come and you work, you sweep floors, you vacuum floors, you usher, you sing on the choir, you play the piano, you sing on the praise team, you preach, and then you go about your way. You did things, but you didn't do it with your whole heart because mm-hmm. you don't understand what you're doing it for. Mm-hmm. I, I preach, I teach, I tutor, but there was a point in time where I did not do those things with my whole heart because yeah. I didn't understand why I was doing it. Yeah. I thought I was doing it just so that God be happy and he'd do something nice for me. <laughs> yeah. I've, once you start realizing that you're doing things in your own understanding and for your own intention, your own gain, it minimizes the thing you're doing. Yeah. I could care less about the kids I was tutoring. <laughs> I just cared that it was a vehicle in which drove me closer to a blessing. Mm. We got to be able to say that. Let's. <laughs> Keep it a a buck 99. Let's keep it all the way 100. Let's be for real. We try to maneuver these things as a vehicle to success and blessing. That's not the way his understanding takes it. Yeah, or even understanding that humans just want to have purpose anyway. So realizing that we we can't even do stuff just because we want to feel like we have purpose. Man, this is too dense. I'm not even going to try to get to all the scriptures. Some of y'all, y'all need to go to the overtime and y'all can get the other stuff. But just what you said, you said the purpose. Mm -hmm. There's a scripture for that. He says, Proverbs 20 and 5, counsel, or as the word is meant, plans in the heart of man is like deep water. Mm -hmm. I want y'all to picture that. You, you know what I'm saying? When we talk about deep water, we talk about the parts of the, the ocean that are too deep for man to go in. There are parts of the ocean where they would love to get to because of the, the history and the treasures that lie beneath. Mm-hmm. But because of the pressure, mm-hmm. man can't get there. Mm-hmm. It's no man's land. Mm-hmm. Even machines 
crack under the pressure right now. They're getting deeper and deeper, but they still haven't got to the places they would like to because of the sheer pressure mm-hmm. of the earth. He says the the plans that you have, the purpose that you have, the counsel is like deep water in your heart. Mm. It's the in the deepest places of your heart. You wish you can reach it, but you just can't. Sometimes you can see it. Sometimes they send video cameras down there and they can see it, but they can't grasp, grasp it. it. Mm-hmm. He said, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Jesus, yeah. Mm. <laughs> We're going to take a, a pause right here where mm. I'm just going to have Antoinette give me a high five. For, <laughs> high five. That's it. The understanding mm. draws it out. Some of y'all got vision boards. Jesus. You got plans. You got aspirations. You got dreams. They're so close you can see it, but so far because you can't grasp it. Mm. And you don't understand. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I, I got to get a shirt to say that. You, you don't, don't understand. understand. You, you don't, don't understand. understand. <laughs> You have no understanding. Yeah. And because you have no understanding, you will be like Forrest was in his 20s. Mm-hmm. He could see it right there. I would write prayers and I would mm. say, God, I know my gifts. I know my talents. I don't know how to articulate them on this earth. I don't know how to bring these things out of my bedroom. I don't know how to get them beyond my computer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to get them beyond my family. The circle, the spectrum that you've placed me in in this world is so small. Yeah. In comparison to the Goliath nature of this world, how will I ever fit in it? Mm-hmm. Just get, let me do one thing. Maybe all I could do is just draw. Maybe just help me draw. And it's a frustrating place because you're looking for signs. You're looking for, for stuff to confirm it. But it's just, it, it don't, it's not there. It's not. It's too deep. <laughs> it's too deep. And then you hear scriptures that say like, he says, you know, I, I pray that you guys would receive this understanding, this thing that mm. will help you comprehend the height, the depth, mm. the length, the width of God. You know, those dimensions don't matter to people who are in their own understanding. Yeah. But to the person who stepped into God's understanding, you realize you are walking into something that is amazing. Yeah. And that when you can truly reach into the depths of who God created you to be, you know, the measure of a man is deeper than his measurements. Mm-hmm. The measure of a woman, don't let these men measure y'all by your busts and your hip size, the length and the width, the height and the depth of who you are is immeasurable to man. Mm. And God can draw that out with your understanding. Yeah. 
And that when I think about that road or my even road to understanding, it takes a lot of, like you said, effort. It takes a lot of um, even you're looking at your past and, and the things you're going through. And it's not just reading the Bible and understanding what words mean and what scriptures mean. It's understanding how they ma- matter to your life and, and how they apply. That's, that's what that understanding comes from. It's, it's a, no formula to get it. It's no formula. And it literally, it frustrates people to the point where they say, I don't need to know the Greek and the Hebrew. And to a certain extent, you're right. But let me talk to you about understanding. Jesus healed a blind man. And that blind man was asked questions about Jesus. And he said, I don't know nothing about Jesus. He said the most oxymoronic (laughs) statement ever. He said, I don't know nothing about Jesus. All I know is I once was blind. And now I see. Now I see. That lets me know you knew everything Everything about Jesus. there is to know about but him. But he was right. He was saying, I don't understand him, and yet I understand, I understand him. him. Mm. I understand that this man ain't what y'all say he is. <laughs> I understand he's something else. Yes. He, we got to start to stop. You know, look at the Greek, look at the Hebrew, but that stuff is not where the power comes in. I'm not a learned person. (laughs) Everything that I'm talking right now, I probably couldn't even tell you where it came from other than from God's inspiration. I couldn't give you the philosophical or the ethos or the exegesis to the full extent, but I can tell you I once was blind. Now I see. I once understood my way. Now I understand God's way. Mm. I wish I could. this podcast could be about how to understand. <laughs> but it can't. No. All I can tell y'all is the moral of this podcast is that you understand you don't understand and pursue understanding at all costs. At all costs. Amen. That's right. With reckless abandon. <laughs> When you talk about seeking God, you're seeking to understand him. Yes. When you are looking for understanding in everything, whatever you're going through right now, right now, everybody who's listening, think about what you're going through. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Think Think about about your situation. Yeah. Whatever it is, I won't even give an example because I want you to focus on yours and ask yourself, what is God trying to get me to understand? Yes. Period. Yeah. Not what do you understand about what you're going through, mm-hmm. but what is God trying to get you to understand? What does the author mean mm-hmm. when he write this? Mm-hmm. When he wrote this? I sounded real. I, I'm with it, though. I sounded, okay. you're foreign. I sounded real <laughs> foreign. <laughs> what does the author mean when he wrote that on your life? This chapter of your life, if your life is a book, this chapter of your life, what did the author mean? Forrest, you're 36 years old. You, 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 this is happening in your life. This is happening. This is awesome to read. Many people are reading my life. Mm-hmm. What does the author mean? They trying to ask me. I'm the book you holding. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> but ask the author what he meant. Amen. Come on. That is many people who read books and come to their own conclusion stuff. And then the author be like... That's not what I meant. Uh, amazing that you came up with that. I don't know how you did, but uh, but yeah. this is what I meant. Right. 
And they like, well, it mean that to me. I'm like, okay, but it doesn't mean that in the book. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you sussed that out of there, but that's not what it meant. So many people going to look at your life and they're going to tell you what they think it mean. Trust me, Job had three people telling him what they think it mean <laughs> until God, the author, showed mm. up in chapter mm-hmm, 35 mm-hmm. and let him know what it meant. What it meant. Yeah. So y'all got to stop. Oh, my goodness. Understand, you're not writing your destiny. It's already wrote. Mm. You're reading your destiny. Jesus. And so you need to ask God, what does it mean? Okay. Um, <laughs> I just got dizzy. I, that flu shot is really working on me. What in the world did I just say? <laughs> Some realness. You did not write your destiny. You are not writing your destiny. You are reading it. Mm. When you make your vision boards and you write your plans, you are writing something that is a footnote to a story that's already written. Jesus. I don't want to see the work cited. I want to see the work. What's the work? You got to talk to the author. And the finisher of your faith. They'll stop talking to people. Stop asking them. They didn't write the book. They didn't write it. They don't even have a pen. Stop writing your story. You're messing up a perfectly good book. Mm. Yeah. I didn't even get a Jesus after dark in this week. Nah, not this week. Nah, not this week, man. <laughs> Maybe in a little more matter. Jesus in the light this week. <laughs> Hashtag Jesus in the light. It, it, Jesus is lit this week. Uh, it, it's, it's so amazing. There's tons of scriptures I go to, but I just want to do one more. One more. He says, Ephesians 4 and 18, they are darkened in their understanding. And alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of heart. Jesus. See, the hardness of heart is our lack of understanding. And what God is trying to tell you is he said, he said, the reason you are alienated from a life of God. Come on now, we got to understand something. Y'all living life, but are you living the life of God? Remember, I told you, if you're not living the story that he wrote, you're plagiarizing. You're plagiarizing. You played yourself. <laughs> you're plagiarizing. You don't get to rewrite the story and mm. act like it's yours. <sighs> living comprehension. Living comprehension. He said, stop being alienated. That means you're, you guys are separated mm. from the life that you're supposed to be accessing because you don't understand. Mm. And, and you know what that feels like. <laughs> I know what that feels like. You could be in the midst of the church. You could be in the midst of all that stuff and still be have a hardened heart and, and darkened in your understanding. Because you don't understand. This, this, huh. And then we didn't even bring, like Satan is the author of confusion. So, it, it, so even that is just like we we got to be careful with this stuff. You know what? How let's long take that, you operate? Let's take that over to the overtime. We could talk about these two authors: the author of faith and the author of confusion. Jesus. Hey, hey, for for the rest of you, I hope you got something out of this. I'm about to record another podcast. <laughs> Y'all better pay that dollar. <laughs> Jesus, give up that, that dollar. <laughs> 
Love y'all. Episode seven. What? No. Episode thirty-seven. Patreon.com forward slash Real Church Matters. Meet us there. Meet us there. We'll we'll take care of you. Living comprehension. You living, but do you comprehend it? We out. <laughs>